0: G'day, Dominic Barfield here and this is the RVC Clinical Podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for subscribing on your smartphone or generic fruit-based device. We're really grateful for you taking the time to download and listen to this RVC Podcast. We don't ask for anything in return. Well, well, actually, what we would be is incredibly grateful if you could just pop to Apple Podcast or iTunes or or Acast and leave us a review. Obviously, a five-star review would be great. Um, There might be other reviews available, but please just give those to to other podcasting um, uh, places. Um, they, these uh, reviews give us uh, some metrics which help get this information out to people that um, that want to listen to this podcast. So, uh, um, so we really appreciate it if you could spend a couple of minutes in, of your time. Um, to uh, leave a review of, of that so so I thought today like what I'm trying to do is uh, abuse part of my situation at the RBC and, and uh, ask a few of the interns to come along and talk about their uh, experiences in the RVC sort of so far um, they're all on the phones at the moment which is a bit disconcerting to be honest um, but anyway if we wouldn't mind uh, introducing ourselves we'll start with, uh, with ladies first about uh, if you could just introduce yourself as in your your name and where you graduated and how long ago that was and obviously maybe you're the country of your birth if that's important to you
1: Hello, I'm Rebecca. I'm from England. Um, I graduated from the Royal Veterinary College five years ago.
2: Hi, I'm Cinziana. I'm from Romania and I graduated from Bucharest, Romania in 2011.
3: I'm Alice. I graduated from Toulouse in 2016, so Toulouse is in France.
4: I'm Dee. I'm from Ireland. I graduated from UCD in 2010.
5: Hi, I'm Elliot. 2015 RVC graduates from England.
0: Tell it, you, you're like the, the youngest uh, of them, or, or most recent graduate, uh,
3: right? Alice. Oh, Alice, Alice. sorry, <laughs> at the same time. 2016. 2016
0: oh, year age oh. there you go. I should have paid a bit more attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not necessarily good. So, so uh, thank you all for being uh, um, uh, commandeered into coming here under, under false pretences, which is always always uh, very very good, isn't it? But I thought it maybe be good because the uh, internship for the 2018-19 is is coming to a close. It may be um, it might heighten the idea of, to people about like, what is an internship, um, and also uh, what what do you what have you guys sort of got out of things sort of so far? And I do appreciate that's a bit of a loaded question. Continuing got another six months to give. Um but but also uh, um, you know what what you think you can help people in deciding whether a an internship is good for them um, and how to choose like an internship.
4: I wasn't really a hundred percent sure they wanted to do residency, but like it's a good taster if you think you want to do residency. That's
0: did, and did, do you think? it helps as well if you're unsure about maybe what you want to do like if you're yeah. excited about everything sort of <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you are excited about everything.
4: yeah no I do I think it's good because you get like exposed to lots of different disciplines um if you weren't like sure what you wanted to do but like also it's only one year whereas like a residency is three years so you do your anything so it's good like test if you like academia or not Especially if you've been out for a while, like if like college is a long distant memory, then
0: is some of it um, just like repeating things that you've known before, like as in as in getting uh, some of that like postgraduate education is actually just repeating the things that were taught to you before, if that makes sense. Or do you think you learn things? Um, from your own experiences and and now see how that is managed.
3: I would say yeah it gives you more than being a final year student because you're in between this role it's it's kind of perfect because you're not a resident yet so you don't have because you're when you're a resident you kind of have to prepare yourself being a senior and having more distance towards your final year and and towards like you have to become a specialist already when you're an intern you're really in between those roles you can still be a student towards residents and faculty because they have loads to teach you and you can still and you can start being someone who has an opinion and who can guide students teach them as well and be be someone they can ask questions to and most of the time they'll come to you with questions they think are stupid and 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 you can guide them in that sense. They'll be closer to you than to residents and and faculty. So you're a nice mix in between.
2: Yeah, we're kind of spoiled. We have the perfect mix between responsibility and support from uh, our seniors or residents. Uh, There's always somebody there to guide you, but then you can go ahead and take responsibility uh, as well. So, yeah, that's very nice.
0: It's more like an amuse-bouche of a, a, you know... (laughs) A career to go in as being a resident or or like specialist in in
2: something, or or go back to general practice Mm. and be more definite, a more complete clinician. This makes sense.
1: I think you get a lot more out of it as well than when when I was a student. I remember some of the interns being new graduates, and I think you learn completely different things as a new graduate coming into an internship than you do as a, a qualified vet coming into it because it's the sort of the similar situation so in final year you're struggling with lots of different things you don't know drug dosages you're worrying about how to do a physical exam how to diagnose things whereas we're all coming into it having spent some time in general practice being or you know in practice so we're we don't have those initial sort of basic um, you know more basic worries and concerns and things to learn about Um, so now we can use the internship to learn more about more advanced diagnostics, more advanced techniques and more complicated cases as well, um rather than coming into it, worrying about how do I diagnose this dog with this you know got in the rubbish bin and now has diarrhea. So I often
0: say to um, like new graduates, like if they, you know, and, and this was sort of told to to me sort of by, by Sophie, that however good you think you are, like a year in practice is probably going to be better. But we have a very different model, I think, in, in the UK and say Australasia like compared to the, the States, whereas the States very much like people directly go into internships from what I understand, like quite a large percentage, whereas there's a very small percentage in the in the UK to go on to internships. Have you got friends at it in in Florida where you have some family uh, that uh, have gone straight into internships from graduating and have you spoken to them about like the differences?
5: Yeah, and well <clears throat> Alban, who was one of my classmates, was a, a good friend of mine and and she had a very similar experience, you know, she was both in a now supervisory role for students but also trying to get her feet underneath her as a as a new grand vet and um I don't. Know, I th- I think the attitude in the states is if you've been out in practice, you can't possibly be taught anything. So that's a real negative. Whereas over here, it seems a couple of years in practice, and I definitely appreciate being out for two years before coming back for the internship. That yeah, it's a really good thing. So yeah. so I've heard of bits of that, but also I think I I just wonder where people are
0: graduating a bit older and yeah. say they just kind of want to get on with get it. On. You know, I don't I don't know. You know uh, they, uh, you know, I definitely don't want to cast aspersions about like why people uh, don't want people to go to to graduate. But I think that you know life happens, right? There's got to come to a certain point in your life where you go, you know what? I just don't want to do this. <laughs> you see? Um, so, so I I, I I I'm I'm not sure we can necessarily com compare that. I suppose we just know what what we have. But I I agree with you. Like people get from it like different things, and also you know. I'm not sure that our program and other programs might be different necessarily support a new graduate in the ways they might want to be supported yeah and so you, are they that you got like a moose or you want to you know there's certain things you might be interested in finding out about have you found out things in this in this year sort of so far or in the sort of six months that you've been here that you have never thought I'd be interested in that but actually oh my goodness well that's why
5: I did that all Um, I feel a lot more comfortable doing a lot more procedures now and things that really used to make the hairs tingle in general practice like GDVs or things like um, chest drains or central lines now they're a bit more commonplace, not that you do them with great frequency, but even doing a couple of them and then maybe going back (laughs) into general practice with that experience is uh, really helpful. We're just going to have a late admission.
0: <laughs> yeah. so See. So, uh, I've been abusing my power, George, uh, and uh, and got people to come here to talk about like the internship program in in Denver. <laughs> Oh, good. So, so you, uh, George, uh, you're a Nottingham grad, and you've been out three years. Is that right? Three years. Okay. Very good. Very good. There you go. I've answered four. I can't. So, so, uh, so we having having like a little chat, George, about the internship program. But so, so, what, so, um, Elliot was explaining certain things that that he's learnt or at least more confident in that that uh, um, that he wasn't necessarily in, in practice. But have there been any unexpected things that you've uh, found sort of in the last sort of six months? Things you're either happier with or eureka moments, or or not even that.
6: I suppose it's um, it's like the whole approach to uh, to a lot of the case management, which you sometimes like. Uh, I think the great thing about the internship is having that huge resource of experience and skills around sort of all the different teams, which mean uh, I think one of the frequently sort of like posed challenges where you'd get to a point in general practice where uh, many things hadn't been done or it'd been a long time since someone had done something. And that has not come up recently, <laughs> which is great. So it's been like a great pleasure to work in teams with that sort of aspect of it. So, so is that kind of building on what
0: you said, Elliot? It's more like the, it's not necessarily um, doing the things because you've done some of them, but it's having the confidence that if something went wrong, you
5: well, would be support supported? Absolutely. is great, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Is, that, is that more of the, the idea? Mm-hmm.
5: So is it, I
0: suppose that's just experience, there, is, isn't it? So are there, are there, but so also
4: it's like where we are, because you know the way when you're in practice, sometimes you'll have a case and you would be like, oh, I'd love to do this thing, you know, this diagnostic procedure, or... You know try this different treatment but you don't have anyone who's done that or anyone to show you you know so I think here you have all of that available yeah. to you
1: mm-hmm. it's so. like it's the ideal teaching environment where you've got people of lots of different levels who are wanting to learn by teaching as well and you know consolidate their learning but you just don't get that kind of teaching experience in general practice and particular I mean, I've found particularly for surgery um, even doing my certificate it's been very difficult to actually get cases that are appropriate and to have to actually learn because you either have to teach yourself or you have to teach you have to work in a practice that has more experienced clinicians and to be honest in general practice the focus is often on getting as many things done as possible throughout the day um, because they have to Finish cases and um you know get things get things sorted and finish up for the day so there's there's just not as much time in general practice for people to teach you, and there's it's very rare to be in that an ideal setting to get that the same level of teaching that you can provide in a university hospital environment that's set up for that sort of approach to cases where everything is about not just about the case and working up the case but about teaching people whether it's students, interns, residents, how to manage that case.
0: It's it's certainly educationally focused, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no,
2: I definitely agree. And also there is, um, I think, a a big difference because in in general practice it all depends basically on the caseload that you have. Sometimes it's it's a matter of luck, what comes through the door. And then you get to be better at some uh, things and, uh, you know, Uh, I I think every clinician has, you know, it's, uh, oh, I'm not very good at at this, or uh, I don't know much about this field. For me, for example, uh, you were asking about uh, those moments. I am now much more confident doing a neurological examination and an ophthalmology uh, examination, and I wasn't at all. (laughs) Uh, So I sought to to improve that, and it's so easy here, because you have so much support and you just... Uh, uh, yeah the caseload is obviously uh, impressive uh, yeah I think that's
4: it you kind of get exposed to so many things here like because I did my search the same as Rebecca and I think like sometimes when you're doing a search like you're learning through studying and learning and reading about things but here you learn through seeing them and being involved in the cases so it's just like a completely different way of learning
0: and, and have any of you like been? You don't have to say what it what it was, but had been doing something in in practice that actually you find out now. Oh, maybe I should have done it this way. Mm.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, like, yeah, that's
0: yeah. fair enough. Though, a, I but I think here it's, it's not like
4: thing. it's not like there's only one way of doing things right. here. Like, and even if you were doing something in practice, and you're here and you think, oh God, I was doing that completely wrong in practice. If you said that to anyone here, they'd be like, oh, that's just a different way of doing it. So.
0: Um, but what I was going to ask as well, so obviously your your contemporaries, so your fellow like university um, friends and colleagues. So when you said you were doing an internship, were they kind of like supportive of that, or did they say like why are you doing that, or like more questioning, or more say that they wanted to do that? Do did they? Did
1: I think most. Well, I mean, for me, this is my second internship, and most of my um, friends and colleagues who are my age and have come graduated around the same time are all of a similar mindset in that they want to learn more and they um, you know appreciate the internship residency step Um, and they all know that I've always made it very clear that that's my ultimate goal as a residency so they just kind of took it as read that that was my next step. Um, In my last job I was working with older vets who'd been graduated a little bit longer and I think she uh, my boss at the time was not quite so um, didn't really understand why I was wanting to go down that route because she was so in love with general practice and loved doing everything and she didn't quite understand why I didn't enjoy it all as much as she did Um, but I think that's just different people and maybe just her generation.
4: I think like maybe I was a bit more critical of going back to do an internship than my friends. Like all my friends are like, oh, that's cool, something different. But I think like I felt a bit like after being in practice for seven years, it seems a little bit like going back to the start. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I was a bit more critical of whether or not I would go back to do an internship. Because I thought it would be like going back to being in college, but it's actually not at all. Um, and I think as well, like... Uh, you know when you're out seven years you usually have like quite a, a handy number where you're working like maybe three or four days a week and like minimal on call so it's kind of mm. hard to mm. Nostalgia,
0: <laughs> <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that i used to go sailing in sydney harbour every wednesday so, Amazing. I, I, mm. yeah. so I appreciate that life's changed used to have a life, yeah. Yeah.
4: Wow. what was that like <laughs> yeah I,
0: I think about it most days <laughs>
4: When you're torturing interns,
0: <laughs> absolutely. But is it is it more that uh, um, so intern, But is it more that, that that certain things you kind of like want now rather than? T-
4: I think that like um, you know, in your first couple of years out of that cottage, you're obviously quite keen and want to get involved in everything and like try out all these things you've been learning about. then maybe you kind of want an easier life and uh, to go back to (laughs) um, working really long hours um, does seem like a bit of a regression in some ways but um, it's just a different type of work you know like when I talk about the hours that I'm doing with my friends Like everybody says, oh, that's really long hours, but it's not the same. Like working here 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. is not like working in GP 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. because you're not doing like hundreds of 10 minute consults here. Like, yeah, you work long hours, but it's just not the same as long hours in GP. Um, yeah.
0: And what maybe uh, advice would you give or would you, so if, I'm sure people maybe are, even our students come up to you and say like what's an internship like or should I apply and what, do you, do you have like stock things that you, you say to them or, or does it depend on the individual?
1: I, think I usually recommend that they spend some time in general practice first because I think you get more out of an internship because you learn, you don't have to learn, like we were saying earlier, learn the initial things that worry you as a new grad vet. Um, and I think it's more val- personally. I think it's more valuable that way. Um, I always say, if you want, if you're unsure about what you want to do in life going forwards, or if you think you might want to do a residency, then it's definitely worthwhile doing because for most of the residencies out there, it may even be 100%. You have to have an internship anyway, and an internship, apart from being a stepping stone to the residency, can help you decide whether you want to do it or not, whether you're cut out for it, and whether it's actually that whether that area of interest is actually enough for you, um, or whether you do just want to go back into general practice, like we said. Um, so our, I would 100% recommend it, but I think from my point of view, it's definitely been a better route to do it to go into general practice first.
4: Sometimes yeah. I think as well, I working in GP, you kind of build up your questions that you like things that you
6: the relevance of a lot of the quer- queries that you develop not having the answers readily available. Yeah,
4: because yeah. mm-hmm. like when you're learning in final year, you don't really know what's going to confuse you or what you're going to find difficult to manage in practice. Cause you, it's you particularly the management,
6: I think, as well. Like Particularly yeah. the case management queries that you don't have any answer to because you might not be working a very experienced nursing team. You might be in a very small practice, so there'll be clinical conundrums which come up, which I've like, mm, never seen. My bosses haven't dealt with. How would a big place deal with? So these are like some of the great answers you get here because there's very few things that they're not prepared for at some point.
4: Yeah. Whereas like never I, say think, never, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes in the internship like I see things now that are referred in here and I think, oh, so that's what I was seeing in practice, you know? Or and then I can ask questions about it, like, you know, maybe I saw a case like of IMHA in practice and then you see them all the time in here, so you can ask like more detail about things. It's so much easier to learn from just asking somebody who does it day in, day out rather than trying to read up about it like in a book, I think.
5: Yeah, just gaining some insight into how experts make decisions. Yeah. And just the tiny little things like the subtleties of physical exam. Like I was doing capillary refill time wrong for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> No, exactly.
4: It's
2: like reinvent
5: the wheel here. What what do you mean? I might have been doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I suppose if we're talking about starting, whether you want to go back into practice and and get better at decision-making or get better at these practical skills or you want to start down a path to mastery, just being in in an environment that's fully supportive of that, of reading, of sharing information, of showing you the tiny little things, um, getting involved in research... Whatever you want to do, it's a really great place to do any and all of those things really.
4: Do
0: you
5: think, so you touched on something, so you talked about like how
0: experts people would mostly more experienced right? Like, make decisions and I think that's something because I spoke to Jill Madison about clinical reasoning and uh, the defined, refined System that I know she spoke to you guys about because of the way we teach our own sort of undergraduate students but I find that, that what happens is that that maybe our students can't actually understand that people go through a process, they just probably go through it a bit faster.
5: Yeah.
0: And so and so then then the questions that you have to ask about decision making is more in actually the practicalities of it. Because you've managed the patient X, Y. What why does Stefano or Karen or Dom do it Z? You know that like, too. So, so I suppose it's more con concept con, um more tacit knowledge I suppose about yeah. how, how things are how things are actually actually managed, and as you said, George, like, the questions, you know, of, no, of very actually much how you do that. Yeah. And what's
5: your criteria? When do you go from? Well, this is the most commonly used option. Now I need Plan B. What's your cutoff?
6: Well, so I think a lot of the students have like a lot of good knowledge as to what are good options, and then having never seen that put into action, it's difficult to actually visualise what some of the case management actually entails. Rather than um, what the textbook says is possible, but in black and white words, it's difficult to understand what, how many members of team you need to perform this and consistently manage this to a good standard, or whether or not referral would be sort of you know more potentially a better option when they're out in general practice. So that's quite valuable.
0: Yeah. And I know this is uh, still you've got a got a, a few months left to go, but do you think like you'd all like do it do it again? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, and so 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 uh, um, Alison have both done like other internships and do you, is there is there a limit to to that I do know people have done three but uh like it's it do you think that some of them can build on each other or or is it just unique the reason why you wanted to do
1: um I think I mean for me my first internship was a lot more surgery focused and you know, technically it was still a rotating internship but um just the way the practice worked being a private practice um, it wasn't really as set up for teaching, uh, so it was there was a lot of scrubbing into surgery, which is was amazing and what I wanted to do at the time, and it was right for me at the time. And then my reasoning for doing the second internship was because I was still on the residency path, and having done a certificate, I really wanted to just get back into the academic environment and just learn more again. And this. This internship has provided a much more structured teaching approach and a much more sort of supportive environment for learning, um, in a slightly di- you know in a different way. Um, I think I would probably not do another internship, a third internship. Um, but I do know a lot. Be of sure. people Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of people. You know, particularly applying for surgery, will do a, a you know a rotating a uh, surgical internship. And, you know, potentially might go on and do a third. Um, I don't think for me that necessarily another internship would add to my CV (laughs) and portfolio at this stage. Um, So I think you have to kind of think a little bit about where you are in your career and what you're wanting to get out of it and what it's going to do for you as well um, and whether it's going to benefit you because you do also have to think about the fact that um, it's a year of if you've been out in practice quite a significant pay cut um and particularly you know when you get to a like you were saying with you know sometimes life just happens and you get to a point where you have to decide, do I carry on in this route or do i Actually, get
0: on and live my life. Do you think it's uh, different, Alison, when You had before. You were both in. You were in an academic institution as well before. Yeah,
3: the first one I did was as a new grad, so I guess um, I learned different things, and it was a brand new experience for me because it was the first year I was a clinician, um, and it was a very different setting as this one because it was five of us. Um, we spent. A lot of time, I guess, doing um out of hours, but in in a very different setting. As in this one, we cover a lot of first opinion practices when we weren't. Um, so it's for me, it's been very complimentary. But I guess it's just it's just the two ones that are like at their particular setting more than the fact to repeat two internships. Um, I guess that's something you only do when you want to specialise and there's there's no point I guess doing two internships in a row if if you don't want to do residency. Um, uh, One probably gives you enough experience that you can then be happy to go back to practice if you want to Um, and it was yes I think I, I learned very different things in both and being more like independent in my first one, being the most of the time the only vet in the hospital uh, and kind of choosing when to call um, the grown-ups. Uh, <laughs> whereas in this one, I think we have more support because we have more residents around at all times and it's a different type of decision that you have to make. Um, plus the caseload, first opinion-wise, most of the time in, in the emergency setting, Um and the type of rotations as well and the fact that it's 13 of us and you also learn from your colleagues because they all have a different background so yeah I would I would I would do it again
0: <laughs> do you think, is there a, is there a time limit where you think that uh, um, you spent too long in practice or is it more like the life stuff do you think after 10 years it's too much
1: I think it depends on your attitude I mean you know I know I know vets who are my age and have been qualified for the same length of time who love general practice and wouldn't want to leave it and you know very good at what they do and I know vets who are my age who you know we all want to move you know move on and specialize and get better at that one particular area Um, and then there's vets who often are at the stage where they're sort of owning practices and they get older and sort of closer to retirement and they potentially i've known a few who maybe drop out a little bit on the uh, cpd and the keeping up with the knowledge side of things and i think that's very much a an attitude thing um and a life stage thing but i mean personally i think for me a residency is the way i want to go and I definitely don't enjoy general practice as much as I enjoy the specialist side of um, veterinary medicine and regardless of what life stage I was at I would continue to pursue that you know when I first started out thinking about specializing and doing a residency I thought well you know maybe I'll apply a couple of years and then give it up if I don't if I haven't done it but actually you know every year it's built on that desire to Learn more and get into that back into that role, and you know that's that's for me the more the more important side of where I want to go. And if I ended up not being successful and going back into general practice, I'm not sure that I would stay in general practice very long. And I don't think that's anything to do with life. That's just how I enjoy veterinary medicine and my attitude to where I want to be.
0: And most of your friends, all, all of you, like in still in practice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
4: don't think you um, like I think I think the one thing about our group because there's thirteen of us. I think we are are all really different, and we've all come into this for different reasons. Well,
0: before your your point, sorry to interrupt you. But what, what do you think is the is the common trait, or are there any common traits that you all share?
6: Team to progress and learn new mm-hmm. skills. And I think How that like, just go, goes achieve? through all the time because I think there's a large attitude of all of us wanting to undertake a lot of development off our own backs as well. So a lot of the clinicians make it possible for us to do that. But on the other hand, it is up to you to pursue that as well. So if you sit back in the corner, you can drift through and just do the bare minimum. But I think a lot of us are sort of actively pursuing, trying to improve, gain new experience. Sorry, I interrupted you before,
4: yeah, I guess like it's just an opportunity, isn't it? It's not like no one is here, like forcing us to learn, but you are just like exposed to a lot of learning. Um I think like what I was going to say about um, like everybody coming into it with different things and different aspirations, like I don't think that the internship is just for people who want to do residencies. I I don't know if that's not what you're looking for, but I think that. (laughs) I didn't say this in my interview, obviously, but (laughs) no, I think that I do think that you don't have to dislike GP to do an internship. Like, Mm -hmm. I loved being a GP vet, like, um, because I love to chat. Um, (laughs) But I think even, like, it's not something that you. It's not just for people who are like, oh, I just couldn't see myself being a GP for the rest of my life. I need to get out of this. Um, I think even if you love GP, doing an internship, I think, makes you appreciate GP as well because, you know, it's just the other side of, you know, a different type of veterinary. And I think... It's an
6: extension of, isn't yeah, it. Is it? Yeah, is. these referral hospitals are an extension of general practice. Yeah, and like one can't exist
4: the... without the other, you know. So I don't think that like no one in the RVC thinks... Anything bad about GP work? Because you know, it kind of has to. People have to be GP vets for us to exist here. So, um, I think even if you wanted to do the internship and go straight back to GP, I think you gain a lot because sometimes when you are in GP practice and you like refer something in, you just kind of forget about it. Like you forget about what happens. Like if you send a dog that you think might have a port of systemic shunt in here. You kind of don't really think about it for the rest of the week because you're like busy doing your own little things and uh, then it comes back and like you get a report and you might have a brief glance over it whereas actually being here and seeing that dog diagnosed and worked up and the imaging and then going into the surgery like i think it just makes you appreciate a bit more of what's happening and so like i think gp vets it's good for them to understand what happens in a referral level i think it's good for referral vets to understand what's going on at gp level I, d- I can agree with you more
0: i mean i think i so say it's unusual for your year because i know that all of you actually apply for residencies and that doesn't happen like every year but some of our I think some of our best even though like you're all the best uh, interns but some of the best mm-hmm. interns are people that actually do get back into private practice and just that uh, sorry the general practice and, and just that's what right. they want to do and i think that they as you said they gain a different insight and and benefits but but uh, um but no i think that the idea, because because we're asked when I say we're like a, a a few of us running internship programs are like asking interns what they want to do when they start the program as, as well. You know, a lot of people want to do like residencies, but I think in, in at the end of the time, a, a number of people actually think, you know, what I want to go back into practice because they are pop-
4: sailing on a Wednesday, sailing on a Wednesday, <laughs> but
0: probably because what they can see is they pick up the bits and and maybe focus more on on this on. Um, what they found were they interesting mm-hmm. with that surgery, medicine, you know, diagnostic imaging, but you know maybe run with that a bit more in general practice or, or just be more um, well-rounded or pick up the other things that you kind of you know forgot about at university.
4: Yeah, I think it's really good because it's rotating. We do a little bit of everything. So you might think in um, general practice that like you don't really like imaging because maybe your x-ray machine is rubbish or something but here then you get like more experience with that and then maybe you think actually you do really like imaging and it might make you a little bit more interested in imaging or you know whatever like I just think because it's rotating it makes you more interested in all the different types of veterinary rather than I don't know just focusing on one thing sometimes. Well,
0: thank you all very much for your time. I know that uh, you've got to go now because uh, I've hijacked this uh, hour of your time and so you've probably all got to do uh, uh, things in the, in the hospital to make everything run as smoothly as it does. So thank you very much for your time and sorry to uh, cajole you in here under false pretenses, but uh, maybe we'll make it up to you this evening.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: thank, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, thank you again and uh, and happy new year to to everyone. Um, Thanks again so much for for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your generic fruit-based device and that way you don't even have to worry about missing a podcast. If you could honestly leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. And don't forget to tell your friends, vet friends, um, and uh, we'll place a, a link to the internship program uh, on the RVC sort of pages. So if you just type in obviously clinical podcast, it'll actually link you to the internship pages in your in your search engine. It should be sort of top of the tree. So if you have any comments or suggestions for this podcast, so please get in touch. So you can either email email me dbarfield@rvc.ac.uk or you can tweet at @donbarfield The other thing to say is that. The RVC podcast, which is more of a research podcast. Um, Again, if you just uh, if you type in RVC podcast into your podcast provider you should be able to uh, to, to find those podcasts and what we're going to do is speak to some of the researchers in the rvc at different levels uh, as in, in whether phd postdoc um or uh, experienced professors and and put those sort of out once uh, once a month so professor dirk whirling uh, spoke spoke again uh, at that podcast uh, for the first time i think in about sort of seven years that we've uh, we've reignited that so if you get go and uh, have a listen to that and tell us what you think that would be great Um, Any questions again, um, please get in touch. But until next time, bye-bye.